Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast with me, Harry Simeu. An impromptu edition today. We were planning to bring you live uh, commentary of Manchester City versus Arsenal from the Etihad via the Hot Mic app this evening and, of course, via the Chronicles of Aguna YouTube channel. That was the plan, but unfortunately, the game has been postponed. And we found out really late last night, actually, that the game had been postponed. The breaking news came at around about 12.30 midnight. Um, I joined the lads on TalkSport on the uh, Sports Bar show. Um, And just as I was about to start previewing the game with them, we received a statement from Manchester City's official website, which confirmed that the game had indeed been called off due to coronavirus fears. Now, the story goes that Evangelos Maranakis, of course, uh, Olympiagos' owner, um, had tested positive for the coronavirus. He'd, of course, been at the Emirates Stadium uh, 13 or so days ago when they defeated us in the UEFA Europa League. He's also the owner of Nottingham Forest and he was at their game with Millwall on Friday night. So there was concerns over who'd been in contact with him, whether the virus had spread, etc., etc. Olympiacos have tested all of their players and and they've all tested negative, as have Nottingham Forest. um, But we don't know who else has been in contact with uh, Marinagis? We don't know who uh, may have picked up the virus. And sometimes the symptoms don't show straight away as well. So we have to be aware of that. So I think in light of that news that came out yesterday regarding the Forest and uh, Olympiago's owner, it was the right call to cancel tonight's game or postpone tonight's game. Now, am I thrilled about it? No, because you always want to watch your team play. And I sort of had this sneaky suspicion that Arsenal were going to get something against Manchester City. And I was actually really annoyed with myself uh, a couple of days ago because I wanted to get a Manchester City preview out to you guys. But work was so busy and I got pulled into this meeting and pulled into that meeting and it never happened. But fortunately, I didn't waste my time because the game is not going ahead. Um, It's a huge disappointment. But on the bright side... um, we don't have to miss uh, Liverpool's second leg against Atletico Madrid. If you're a football man like me, you'll be looking forward to that. Um, regardless of who you support, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I want Atletico to dump them out, obviously. Um, but I am looking forward to the tie. And this way we get to see both when the Manchester City game is uh, eventually rescheduled. We don't know when that's going to be. Um Some more news that's come out of the football club is that Joe Montemuro, uh, the head coach of the Arsenal women's team, has had to return temporarily to Australia due to family reasons. Now, we don't know the ins and outs of it. We don't know exactly what's happened, but we wish Joe all the best. Uh, I'm sure it's a decision that wasn't taken lightly, so it must be something serious. And uh, fingers crossed him and his family are all okay. But now to the main question of today's edition of the podcast, and that is... Should the Premier League games coming up be held behind closed doors? We put out a poll, um, which I'll refer to the results um, at the time of recording in in, in just a moment. But I'm going to give you my thoughts and I want to hear your views on it in the comments section below. And I think nobody wants to watch a game of football without the fans. I think it significantly impacts the experience of watching a football game. Um, I watched the Derby d'Italia Uh, at the weekend between Juve and Inter, which was, of course, played in an empty stadium. And it did take away from the spectacle. It really, really does. And it's weird. It's almost surreal watching a game of football like that. But given the severity of the coronavirus, particularly in Italy, it seems like the right decision. It feels like the right decision. In fact, it is the right decision. Um, And I know that the UK has not yet been affected anywhere near as bad as Italy has and certain regions of that country. But, you know, we're being told by the experts that the the trouble hasn't peaked yet. 
and that we could expect a peak in the next uh, 10 to 14 days. And that, and that sounds about right. You know, we're starting to hear about more and more cases. People I know are telling me that people in their workplace or whatever have tested positive for it. So it is spreading. It is spreading very fast. Um, it's something that I don't claim to be an expert about. I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm not medically trained. I'm not, you know, any more aware when it comes to this type of thing than the average person. Um, but I just think we've seen the example of Italy. We've seen what's happened. And it's not to say that it's bad management of the situation by them, because I'm sure most of the cases that have cropped up now, they just weren't aware of them. Just like there'll be loads that crop up here in the UK that we aren't aware of. But I think we have to use Italy's situation as an example to look at what's happened there and try and do our utmost to prevent that from happening here. Of course, the country is in lockdown almost. Serie A has been suspended. La Liga in Spain, um, they've ordered that the games in the next couple of weeks or so are played behind closed doors. And I think that is a smart move because it's not just necessarily, you know, people that go to the game knowing that this thing is out there, I guess are going at their own risk, but it's not just them. It's then when they go home and they mix with family and friends and there may be elderly relatives who, who can't handle the virus. You know, if you or I got it, touch wood, you know, if you're healthy, it shouldn't be that too much of a drama. But there are people out there who it will affect in a, a really bad way. And so I think playing games behind closed doors for me is a more... Uh, sensible solution than cancelling the leagues I don't think that it's reached that point here in the UK perhaps in Italy that is the right um, the right move when you consider how many people have lost their lives then it seems like the right thing to do but here that's not the case at the minute at the minute um, I have to stress that so I think for now the smart move the wise move would be to to continue uh, sporting events if you feel that they've got to be done behind closed doors then fair enough um, it does affect the spectacle but it causes a lot more a lot less sorry disruption than you know than cancelling the whole thing suspending things and having to find time to fit them in before the European Championships this summer if they go ahead as well which is another thing that's in doubt but in terms of playing the game behind closed doors I think you know like I said it's not ideal it's not what we want it's not what I want it's not what you want but it feels like the right thing to do at this moment in time, given the way this thing is spreading, given the fact that we can take example from other countries who have been uh, affected in a far more negative way. We've got to look at it and, and take a sensible approach. And even if playing the games behind closed doors, yes, it uh, you know disrupts the spectacle for so many people and so many millions of people that love the game of football and, and other sports, in fact, not just football, the rugby, the tennis, whatever. I think if it saves one life, then it's worth it. If it stops one person losing their life because we decided to play games for a few weeks, you know, behind closed doors, then it's worth it. And yes, it is an ideal. Nobody wants to watch a game of football in an empty stadium. Pep Guardiola's made the point as well that, you know, football is played for the people. And if the people can't be there, then what is the point? Um, but I don't share his view. I don't think it's as extreme as that. I don't think we should be talking about suspending professional sport at this moment in time I really don't but I do think we should be considering playing games behind closed doors I think that's the right move at the moment let me know what you think in the comments section below and you know the the hysteria that comes around this this whole thing I think sport can be a good a good remedy sport is something that you could sit and watch um, in your own home safely on the television um, you know I dread to think what would happen if I was uh, told that I can't go here and I can't go there but there was no sport on. So, 
You know, I want it to continue in the safest possible way. And I believe that is behind closed doors because I've just been to the supermarket and it's bloody empty. People are panicking. People are going crazy. And I think sport is a good distraction from all of that, as long as it can be done um, in a safe way. I also want to touch on the situation surrounding Olympiagos. Obviously, you guys will know that um, I, I wouldn't say I have a massive or a great interest, but being from a Greek background, of course, I take notice of what's going on in Greek football. And we're talking about Olympiakos now, who came to the Emirates, knocked us out of the Europa League um, and are scheduled to take on Wolverhampton Wanderers in the Europa League in Athens uh, on Thursday night. That game is going ahead, interestingly. And it was already announced that it was going to be played behind closed doors. I know from, from family and friends over there that schools, colleges, universities have all been shut down for a couple of weeks. That's the same is going to happen in Cyprus as well. Um, but this game is going ahead and Wolves are beside themselves about this. They're very unhappy about it. Nuno Espirito Santo has made points about not wanting to travel and, and some of the journalists that cover Wolverhampton Wanderers are completely outraged by this because the Premier League have taken the steps to postpone a game between Manchester City and Arsenal because of the possibility of Marinagi's passing the virus on to somebody uh, at Arsenal, whether that was a member of staff, whether it was some of the players that he come into contact with. And to prevent that spread, they've ensured that those players uh, who were in contact with him or who were or members of staff who were in contact with him are now going to self-isolate for a few more days until that 14-day period um, has passed. As far as we're aware now, Brighton versus Arsenal at the weekend is going ahead. We don't know any more than that at this moment in time, but that's the, the official word uh, at present. But then to send Wolverhampton Wanderers out there to play them, I know the tests have come back negative, but you don't know who else is there. You, 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 I don't know, maybe it hasn't shown itself yet. Who knows? It just feels like a stupid, unnecessary risk to take. And I can understand why Wolves are frustrated by it. Yes, it's going to be played behind closed doors. But the problem is that we're talking about someone who's been heavily involved with that club and with those players on a personal level. And I know from friends that after the game here at the Emirates Stadium, he and members of staff and players went to a Greek night spot in London to enjoy themselves. You know, they've they've been in contact with people there as well. And it's just, it, I know it gets a little bit silly and there comes a point where you think like, come on, we've got to continue living our lives. We'll take the precautions, but we can't just put the whole world to a standstill. But you can understand why Wolves are frustrated, why they feel like there's one rule for one, one rule for the other. And I appreciate that the Europa League scheduling is down to UEFA. It's out of the Premier League's hands, but surely they can put a case forward for their team and try and protect their team. Interesting to see how that story develops and um, what the outcome is in the end. Um, we know that, um, as I said, games in Spain are being played behind closed doors. Serie A has been suspended until April at the very earliest. We know that um, I think it's Roma have decided they're not going uh, to Seville uh, in the Europa League. So we know that this is causing lots and lots of disruption in the football world. But primarily, um, you know, we have to focus on making sure people are safe. And that's what's most important. And it sounds a little bit cheesy and it sounds a little bit... Um, you know, maybe a little bit over dramatic, but this is not um, me being selfish. This is me putting the safety of people first in my view, not that I can control anything or have any impact, but my view is safety first. And if I'm 
thinking about it from a selfish perspective, I want to watch as much football as I can over the next few days. I always do want to watch football. But you've got to take the right decision. You've got to be smart about this and you've got to, you know, prevent the longer term uh, issues. And, and, you know, if it means turning off the, the domestic competitions for a few weeks, but we get our European championships in the summer, I'm all for that. But everything is in jeopardy at the moment due to this virus. Um, it is spreading like wildfire. Um, one thing I would say is be careful what you read. Maybe not what you read, but what you believe, because there is a lot of fake news out there. There are a lot of um, reports that have been rubbished by experts, etc. So you've got to be a bit open minded when you're reading this stuff. And, you know, the, the sensationalism that some of the media outlets will no doubt uh, adopt in order to, to get numbers and page views and sell their publications you, you, that's going to happen so just be aware of that um like i said disappointed that arsenal uh, are not playing this evening and um, was looking forward to bringing you guys live commentary but we'll be back um, as soon as we possibly can on that and we'll be covering the brighton versus arsenal game via the hot mic app so download that sign up using the promo code harry sim in capital letters and you can uh, listen to my commentary uh, on that game Going to leave it there. Um, obviously disappointed with the way things have turned out, but that's that's life and, and safety has to come first. So I'm upset that I'm not going to get to watch the Arsenal um, tonight. It's a game that I felt that Arsenal had a chance of getting something in given Manchester City's current form and current state, but safety first and, and uh, urge everyone to take it, uh, take it easy. Be careful out there. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody stick together. If you've got the symptoms, if you don't feel right, then then don't go. Don't expose yourself to people. Um, that's the message uh, from this edition of the podcast. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, just someone who cares about uh, the well-being of other people. It's as simple as that, really. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening via the audio platforms, then please, please do leave us a review. If you're someone who's been told you're going to work from home or your company's closing down for a few days we'll be bringing you more content to keep you occupied so stay tuned until then take care ciao